Most fans know that Biggie and Tupac were friends until they turned into rivals. And it wouldn't be an overstatement to say that they were two of the most important figures in hip-hop history. Their impact extended far beyond beats and rhymes and the music in general. They were icons who accomplished in a few years more than what most rappers could have achieved in a lifetime. The rivalry began when Tupac was shot, assaulted and robbed of his jewellery after being summoned to the studio by Biggie's affiliated musician Little Cease. Later, when Biggie and Puff are discovered to be within the building, Tupac is made to believe that Biggie is responsible for the shooting, which causes Tupac to break up his friendship with Biggie that evening. These two individuals disinterest in one another, which erupted into possibly the greatest rivalry in music history, resulted in the death of both musicians just as their careers were taking off. Neither murder has ever been solved. But what really could have happened? Well, chilling thrills, unexplained mysteries, and creepy stories that actually occurred. Welcome to another episode of Freakier Than Fiction. I'm your host Chad, and as you know, in each episode we will together dive into the world of the unknown. So, if that kind of thing interests you, and you haven't done this already, then hit that follow or subscribe button, and that way you won't miss the next freaky episode. This is the case that caused the death of two of the stars in the music industry. America and the world has spent the past two decades fishing at red herrings and inventing theories about how two brilliant rappers, Tupac and Biggie, could be gunned down within months of one another. The real answer is obvious, yet too many of us who love the culture avoid the facts that Tupac Shakur was an American rapper and actor who came to embody the 1990s gangster rap aesthetic. He was born on June the 16th in 1971 in Harlem, New York. Christopher George Latour Wallace, who was also known as Biggie Smalls, was born at St. Mary's Hospital in the Brooklyn borough of New York City on May the 21st in 1972. And he is most widely known for his East Coast hip-hop style, particularly his gangster rap, and he's widely considered to be one of the greatest rappers of all time. He became known for his distinctive laid-back lyrical delivery, offsetting the lyrics' often grim content. His music was often semi-autobiographical, telling the hardship and criminality, but also the debauchery and celebration of his life. Tupac Shakur and the Notorious B.I.G. were the biggest rappers in the world in 1996. And when Shakur was gunned down in Las Vegas following a Mike Tyson fight, it was just a few months later, in March of 1997, that Biggie was similarly killed in Los Angeles. Speculation has swirled in the quarter century since, and to understand this, you have to understand their history. As the biggest rappers in the world, with Tupac based in Los Angeles and Biggie Smalls based in New York, they were held up as avatars for their respective cities. There was mutual respect between the two and their friend groups. There are stories, and even one story reports that Tupac gave Biggie a Hennessy bottle as a gift. Biggie would often crash on Tupac's couch when he was in California, 
and Tupac would always stop by Biggie's neighborhood when he was in New York. And the potential greatness of their combined talents was also evident, as they freestyled together at the 1993 Budweiser Superfest at New York City's Madison Square Garden. In essence, they were like any other pair of friends. But sooner than thought, their worlds seemed destined to collide. Biggie often turned to Tupac for advice in the business and even asked him to manage his career. But Tupac didn't mix business with friendship and so he rejected the offer politely. In 1994, a major incident occurred when they were supposed to collaborate on a project for another rapper, Little Sean. Tupac arrived at Times Square's Quad Recording Studios on November the 30th in 1994 and was getting ready to head upstairs to where Biggie and Combs were. It was then that two young black men shot Tupac many times in the lobby of the recording studio in Manhattan. Tupac felt that Biggie Smalls, his friend, was responsible for the shooting, but Biggie denied the allegations. Tupac, however, truly believed that Biggie might have something to do with it. Even though Tupac made it upstairs to see them right after the incident, according to the Vice expert, Tupac said that the crew looked surprised to see him, and he tagged them as being guilty. Still, Puffy, who was with Biggie that night, claimed that they showed him nothing but love and concern. Not able to fathom what had just happened, Tupac ended his friendship with Biggie Smalls that night. It was amidst this beefing climate between Biggie and Tupac that Tupac Shakur was murdered on September the 7th in 1996. He later would die on September the 13th from internal injuries. Many people immediately pointed fingers at Biggie and the people in his orbit, but Biggie denied the allegations and said he knew nothing about it. Earlier though, before his death in June of 1996, Tupac released a diss track called Hit Em Up, which was aimed at Biggie Smalls and his label boss at Bad Boy Records, Sean Diddy Combs, ratcheting up the tension between East and West Coast rap. If Biggie wanted to secure his future, there was one still huge thing that he needed to accomplish, and he had to make peace with the West Coast. No one had been charged in Tupac's shooting, and rumours were rampant about who might be responsible. Some blamed the Southside Compton Crips, others blamed Bad Boy, specifically Biggie and Puffy. All the speculation had made Biggie somber and withdrawn. He told one music writer, It's not worth it anymore. That's why I just stay in the motherfucking house. The only way he could quash the beef Biggie fought was to do what he did best, and he ended up recording a California anthem a tribute to the West Coast sound. Going Back to Cali would be one of the best known tracks that he ever made. He and Puffy also made another move, setting up a splashy promotional trip to Los Angeles. However, on one of the trips, Biggie Smalls found himself with little to do at the Westwood Marquee Hotel on March the 8th. He spent most of the day with his agent Phil Casey discussing plans for an upcoming tour and Biggie had early convinced his boys to head to an industry party at the Peterson Automotive Museum in the Miracle Mile district, which he considered safe enough to go to. 
After a while, Wallace drank Don Perignon with his crew and soaked in the adulation alongside fellow artists. It was then at 12.30am that the venue became a little too cramped, making the fire department shut down the festivities. On the way home on March the 9th, 1997, Biggie Smalls himself was murdered, and once again, the rumours mounted. It was a retaliation hit, so they said, revenge for the murder of the West Coast's biggest rapper. However, neither murder has been solved to this day, and the mysteries surrounding the murder of two of the biggest hip-hop stars at the time remains a mystery to this day. At this time of the year, you may feel a renewed interest in the stories of criminals, creepy and paranormal stories, or unsolved mysteries. But, what do you think about this episode? Thank you so much for listening to the Freakier Than Fiction podcast. If you got something out of today's episode, and you haven't done this already, then kindly hit that follow or subscribe button, so you won't miss the next freaky installment. And, I'd love your feedback as it will really let me know what you think about this episode and other ones you may have already listened to. So, please take the time to leave a review and tell me what you'd like to cover in new episodes. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Freakier Than Fiction, all one word. Also on my Instagram, you'll find a Linktree account, which links you to all my other social media accounts, including Facebook, Reddit, and a YouTube channel which is currently in the works, so make sure you go give that a follow. I do make sure to read all my direct messages and answer them personally. Each day is freaky for fans of mystery, true crime, creepy and paranormal. See you in the next episode.